Hello, and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby, and with me as always is Steve. And today we've got our special award ceremony for season four and our final review. So we're pretty pumped. I'm excited for this. Like you said, we're doing our final review of season four of The Last Kingdom, as well as our awards day for The Last Kingdom. Yes. So we're going to give, if you haven't already heard all of our recaps for each episode, make sure to check those out. We give our reviews, our best bro moments, our best moments for each episode. So make sure to watch those. But if you're new to our channel, this is a final review for the whole season. We're going to give a non-spoiler. And then eventually when we get into the awards, it'll be, it's going to be all spoiler. Yeah, so we put out the post just to see what people thought about uh, some of these awards too. And we were kind of blown away with the amount of feedback that you guys gave us. It was awesome. And we just we really enjoyed reading some of those uh, really thought out responses that you guys gave us. Some people suggested categories that we ended up putting in. And so stick around after our review and we'll be going over those. But let's start out with our review, our final review Mm -hmm. of The Last Kingdom. If you want each of our, like you said, the nitty gritty, check out our each individual episodes. But if you haven't seen Last Kingdom, if you're new to it, deciding whether or not to watch it, The Last Kingdom is about a ninth century England where the Danes have invaded and the Saxons, who are the like the native English, they're fending off the Danes. They're having politic you know rivalry trying to decide and it's really about the formation of england and Mm -hmm. one guy utred who is a man of both the dane and the saxon world and he's really at the center of this and you're really seeing this happen through his eyes so it's it's a really interesting historical drama i mean if if you listen to us before you know it's our favorite show you gotta watch it you gotta watch it we recommend this show to so many people and not one person has come back to us saying that they didn't like it. Uh, most of them come back saying that they loved it. I really liked some new characters that we got. There was mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest battles, if not the biggest battle the show has ever yeah. done this season. Dare I say, maybe the best episode maybe ever in The Last Kingdom this season. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. So there's a lot of good things. The only bad things I can think of is I'd say the second half, it loses a little bit of momentum. It feels more like a setup for season five, which I am really excited for after this. It sets it up well. Yes, yes. But yeah, I agree. It does after just about halfway through the season, it does start to kind of slow down a bit. It becomes a little bit more political. Uh, there's a couple episodes without any Dane characters, really, which is part of the reason why we love this, this show so much. Yes, yes. So, uh, but what Steve and I did is, if you listen to our episode recaps, is we ranked each episode individually on a scale of 0 to 10. And to be as objective as possible when ranking the season as a whole, was we went through and ranked, or averaged our ranks, and then averaged both Steve and I, what our ranks were, to come up with the Screen Chronicles overall average score of the season there's a science behind that there's a science people and we got an 8.3 so that's that's still pretty decent b it's really only the second half that really brought the score down i mean the first four episodes of the show were just amazing like you said maybe the best some of the best (laughs) last kingdom stuff we've ever got were in that first four and it kind of slowed down also, too, what hurt its score was episode five. 
honestly my least favorite episode of the last kingdom we have to this point again though it's still a lot better than the worst episodes of other shows and it's still better True. than some of the best episodes of some other shows so yeah, yeah. and if that's the worst that the last kingdom is going to do then they're going to be all right because they're going to be all right that's not a that's not a horrible score mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but yeah it did, it did bring the average down a little bit compared to the the past three seasons where it didn't really seem like there was a slow episode we didn't so rank I, each episode before, but I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have dipped. Honestly, I, w- I don't think any other seasons as a total, if we were to go on a scale of zero to 10, I don't think any of them would have been below a nine. Probably yeah. two for me would have been a 10 out of 10. And then one and three would be anywhere ranging from a nine to a 10, depending on how I felt that day. The Last Kingdom has nailed it season after season after season. And I would say they nailed it again, but they've, they've set a bar so high for themselves at this point, in my opinion, yes. that it's, it is not easy to reach the level of season three, season two for me. But did they, as far as production value, I think the acting only gets, I mean, the acting's always been good, but that continues to be awesome. But I just think that Last Kingdom at this point if you've watched it and you've watched every season, the bar is set high. And it's staying fresh. Fresh. It's not falling into any formula. Totally. But we still love season four. And still worth a watch for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's on awesome. Netflix. And Check it yeah. out. If you're a fan of historical drama, politics. Yeah. You need something. Good acting. <laughs> characters. Acting. Oh, my God. Directing. If you want to cry, if you want to jump up off your couch screaming, yeah, I mean, this is the show for you, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> At least I did that. I don't know. <laughs> that's how we did that. We, that's our usual. So Tell us what you guys thought. You know, do you think it ranked higher than the other seasons, lower than the other seasons? We're curious to know what, what others thought as well of, of the season. Make sure to check out our other talks with members of the cast and crew, including Harry McIntyre, who plays Aethelwald. We have Eliza Butterworth, who plays... Aylesworth, and we have Joseph Northcote. We have Rune Attempt. I mean, the list goes on and on. So make sure to check those out too. Also, subscribe and or follow us on podcast, YouTube. Make sure to ring the bell and or sign up for automatic downloads if you're on podcast. You can always stay up to date with our latest episodes because we're going to keep putting them out. More stuff on The Last Kingdom, and then we are going to go on to some other shows here down the line as well. So, without further ado... We just got off the red carpet, as you can see, and people are filing into their seats for our very special award ceremony, because you know, you know that this is what all the actors and the, and the characters care about. This, this right here, this and is all what? of you, this is the most important award ceremony probably, probably ever. Ever, probably in the history of ever. Would you rather win an Oscar, or would you rather win... An Arsling Award from the Screen Chronicles. <laughs> An Arsling Award from the Screen Chronicles. Get your Arsling here. Yes. Yes. It's just Uhtred's, <laughs> just Uhtred's ass. <laughs> season one ass. Not season four ass. So it's like, not it's, see- it's kind of oh. a throwback. It's kind of a throwback is what it is. <laughs> it's original. We're going to start with who we missed the most here in season four. Most missed character. Whether they were dead and or just weren't in the, uh, the season frequently. Right, right. So the first nominee is Alfred. Is the first season, you know, without Alfred. And his presence is felt not only to the viewer who might miss the, you know, David Dawson, but also to the characters in the show. Second nominee is Ragnar. 
Ragnar the Younger, as you might know him from season one, Uhtred's yeah. adopted brother, the Dane with the best avatar tattoo on his forehead. Yes. <laughs> yes. And our next nominee is Aethelwald because, you know, you might not miss his character as being the guy who's causing trouble, but he did cause a lot of great plot lines. <laughs> he stirred that pot. Then our next one, Bianca. As we said, we got a spoiler alert for this part. Bianca dies early in the season. A big yeah. fave of mine. He's won bro of the year from me in the past. I think bro yeah. of the year from you as well. And he's just, he's an extraordinary character. Great father figure to Uhtred. Sacrifices himself. Great character. We miss him. And our final nominee for this category is someone who was also in the beginning of season four here, but we didn't really see much of. Still alive as far as we know in the universe, it's Hild. Where is Hild the nun? Has she left us? And I do miss her warrior ways. I miss, I miss her being in the gang, you know what I yes, mean? Yeah. In the, one in of the, the bros. household group. Yeah. As one of the bros. She's been a, a bro since season two. And the winner of most missed character in season four is... Alfred. <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't think this is much to argue about here. Yeah, you could say Ragnar, but you think about the, the struggles that Ethelflaed and Edward had and Aylesworth had and just Wessex and Mercia had. I mean, I got to think of Alfred's there. There's not going to be as many problems. He was really the one that it brought the idea of England to everyone, that unifying yeah. these Saxon tribes, these different Saxon kingdoms under one ruler to make a united England. He was doing it while fighting off the Danes. I mean, this is a real historical guy, too, guys. Check him out. Crazy. Oh, my God. He seems, yeah. So, I mean, and David Dawson killed it. This season, he would have been so – it would have been just so good to have him in this season. So, now we're moving on to a very important category. Every character has on the show has something kind of unique that defines them. What is it you say? Personality? No, it's their hair. It's yes. their hair. And the nominees for the category of best hair, season four of The Last Kingdom, are Uhtred for his top knot sweet. thing that he's got going on. Yeah, next nominee is Citric. Now, Citric kind of had the comb over, you know, sh save, shave the side of his head and like flowed this way. But he also had this like braid that kind of went through like the part where like the head was shaved. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked pretty sweet. Very unique sort of Dane haircut. And our next nominee is Edith, who probably mm. has another unique hair. She's probably the most standout character, I think, of the season. Uh, one, because she's smoking. And then <laughs> two, I mean, she's got the purple robe. She's got like orange hair. I mean, she's... Like, like you said, it's not covered in shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's not covered in big shit like everyone else. Our next nominee is Canute. Very vibrant ginger Very hair, man. <laughs> And our final nominee is Father Pure Lake. Yeah. Yes. So who's the winner? And the winner of Best Hair. Citric for his yeah. Dane comb over with the, the braid. Really reminded me of, I don't, it, 
wasn't really similar to, but for whatever reason, it just reminded me of Hawkeye from Avengers Endgame when he just comes in with that. Mm. And I think this one really came down between Citric and Edith for me. Oh, yeah. So next is we have Best Beard category. And uh, season four, our first nominee is Heston. It's a giant, and he's got like these, the tusks in it, oh, which yeah. is really cool. Then we have Canute because it's just a giant ginger beard that goes with his ginger hair, and it's just, he looks so Dane. Oh my God. It's nominee. And our next nominee after that is Finnan. Now, Finnan had a pretty raw, thick beard this season, too. Solid. It. It's very thick. Yeah. It's like a Colby level beard. It's probably the Irish. Hey, thank you. It's the Irish. It's probably the Irish we have in us, huh? The Irish yeah. we have in you. And then our final is a guy we haven't really seen with, with too much of a beard, at least not this thick, is uh, Steapa. So Steapa really kind of, Adrian Boucher kind of grew out the beard pretty well. When we talked to him, he had a pretty nice beard going. I would say it was a tough looking beard. Like you yes. don't want to mess with this dude. Yes, 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 yes. And the winner of best beard goes to Heston. Heston. I got I to gotta say Heston's, Heston's is the coolest, I think, especially with those tusks. Yes, yes. It was a real toss up for, uh, at least for me, between him and Canute. The Danes yeah. always, to me, I think, have the best beards. Uh, you know, they're, they're the most wild guys, and they, they like to put style in their, their stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like the Totally. So another essential part of appearance is best costume. Uh, we recently talked to Molly Rowe and all her yes. thought processes for designing the insight behind. Make sure to check that talk out, too, when you're done here. But the nominees for best costume season four are Utrecht. Or his yeah. new armor. It's a little lighter than we saw in season three. Slick. Slick. Slick and sharp, I think. The next would be another guy who looked pretty slick was uh, Sig Trigger. Uh, really liked his double ring Mjolnir necklace. I thought that was a pretty cool look. And then we learned from Molly Rowe, too, is they didn't give him like a lot of body armor. They kind of gave him a slick, thin look because he's more agile, cat-like, and he thinks more. So he's not necessarily as combative as other Dane. So he had a pretty, he just looked like a cool Dane. Then we have Edith. As we said, she's the only one not covered in pig shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She had a very unique look. Yeah. Yeah. So purple stuff going on. Very unique. Really mm -hmm. helped her stand out. Our next nominee is Canute. Now, Canute, man, he looked like a sweet Dane. He looked good last season, too. Had a good costume. And this season looks sweet. And he's got the Midgard serpent in his necklace. The scaly kind of armor that he's got on makes for a really great Viking look. Next nominee is Citric, who also has pretty much Dane armor on with the, yep. the sort of scaled armor that we see in the other Danes on the show. And then our final nominee is Heston. And what we learned about Heston's armor is it actually has like runes engraved into the um, scales of his uh, chest plate or his chest piece and also they took pieces of Dagfin. Dagfin's not in season four. They take pieces of his costume and infuse it into Heston's to make sure that his you know memory in the show kind of lives on which is pretty cool. And the winner for best costume of season four of The Last Kingdom is Canute. 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 Yeah he looked pretty sweet. He looked pretty sweet. And then to the the backstory we got from Magnus and Molly yeah. uh, regarding how they designed it, all the thought that went into uh, Magnus researching that, you know, what mm -hmm. sort of mythology his character would probably prefer and how that went into it. And yeah, love those little details. So just, I think that's very deserving. Yeah. He looked like a yeah. badass this season. We, we knew he was he a did. thinker 
in season three. He was a schemer. And yeah. then we kind of saw at the end he he would go beast mode, and this one he just looks like a beast mode great guy. And it, looks I, scary. <laughs> looks scary, looks tough, really looks unique. Great costume. Next category. Best shield wall call. Shield wall ready? Because <laughs> there's just so many options in season four. <laughs> we got some flack for this one, but we love shield wall calls. Shields together! Shield wall! Shield up! We had to put it in there. It's an essential part of the Last Kingdom. You know, we had to. And there there's is only technically three. There's technically three. So here are the nominees. <laughs> First one, Sig Trigger, when he yells Shield Wall and nobody listens to him. <laughs> Next nominee. Is Citra Garrett when he yells shield wall and everybody listens to him? Yeah. And then of course, right after that, our, we have our third nominee, Edward, who yelled shield wall, and he got it on the first try, to be honest. But it was a pretty gnarly shield wall as well. So we're really picking between two Sig Triggers and Edwards. So Gonna give it to Sick Trigger because I don't know. It just seemed like you know how when we were talking to Rune Attempta, he told us about how he like when he did his like Viking roar, he like summoned something else. Yeah, he was very spiritual like he was summoning for the, Uba. Yeah, it's almost what it seemed like with that second shield wall call. It seems like he really had to like dig deep. He had to almost come from outside himself, you know, like to for that second shield wall call. So. Absolutely, it's very raw, barbaric. What it's really stereotypical sort of Dane, but Citrigear himself is not a stereotypical Dane. So it was, it was really cool to be able to see him. He's able to do that, though. He's able to go there. And that's probably why he has all those guys that follow him. So I mean, that shield wall call. I mean, this was the one I immediately Snapchatted to you when I finally oh, saw episode ten. That <laughs> I was like, so we're waiting all awesome. season for it. So definitely Citrigear's second shield wall call, hands down easy win totally so now after a shield wall call it's only fitting to go into best battle moment best battle moment our first nominee for the best battle moment from season four is utrid mm -hmm. versus canute just a gnarly drag out brawl between one v one the the dane saxon hybrid leader of the the saxon army versus the angry dane commander of the viking horde oh, yeah just a totally great brawl <clears throat> definitely and we knew that utrid had found out about canute before this so uh about how canute was really behind killing ragnar so yes. utrid kind of had another edge you know what i mean yeah and also canute had the edge because he thinks utrid killed his son yes yes you yes. know utrid did not yeah. um so there was a lot of emotion coming from both guys you really feel it it's a heavy just brawl it's it's so good. It's so good. It really Absolutely. taps off the battle so well from season or episode four. Totally. So the next moment that's nominated is that incredible scene where the, the horses are falling into that trench at the Battle of Teton Hall. I mean, this is like the most upscale moment in a battle I think we've ever had from The Last Kingdom. This is definitely the most cinematic that we've seen yeah. from The Last Kingdom. Our next one is... When Stiapa saves Edward during the battle. Obviously, if you've seen the show, you know Stiapa ends up 
dying as soon as he saves Edward. But it was really cool to see that this man who has been forever loyal to Alfred, his whole family, you know, he puts yeah. it out there to save Edward when he, you know, he probably should not have if he if he wanted to stay alive, you know. <laughs> but he that's not what he was doing, you know. He was we uh, we talked to Adrian Boucher and someone asked us about you know would would Stiapa pick Alfred or Uhtred and Adrian gave a great explanation why he yes. would always stick with Alfred and I think that really shows through this scene here. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And our next nominee after that is when Uhtred goes off right after Bayaka dies. That whole just sequence of him lo just losing it. And he almost kills Finnan because Finnan comes to try to tell him we need to leave. And he doesn't care who it is. He just comes and tries to swing at the next person he sees. And Finnan knows it's probably going to happen, so he blocks it. <laughs> Another cool moment. But just that whole sequence of that just rage that comes out of Uhtred there after Bayaka dies. And you can see the pain on Alexander Draymond's face, and Uhtred's face, as he's fighting his way out of Bebenberg. It looked very similar to the pain on our faces when we were watching this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next nominee is Citric. After he gets mm. cut down, he's almost dead from the upside yeah. down hanging that Heston gave the Uhtred gang. And he manages to get up and just go ape with this rope on a the Dane coming at him. And although he needs some help to finish him off, I mean, the guy had, was, you know, heavy claudication going on in his head right now. He was yeah. like almost dead. He like snaps back into it right as the guy's charging. And if you if if you were like wondering like why is this a nominee, go back and watch this. He takes the rope he was tied with. The guy's charging at him. He like goes and he like clotheslines him with it. It's oh man, it's cool. Great scene. It's cool. Yes, and our final nominee, the moment that Ethelfled and Aldhelm are surrounded by the Danes at the Battle of Teton Hall. All of a sudden, Jack Dog gets an arrow through the back of the neck. And it pans to Edward had saved his sister. I leaped off my couch when I saw that. I went nuts. I was like, yeah, Edward. I mean, finally, Edward's doing something awesome. It was an incredible moment. I was on the edge of my seat just like rocking back and forth, worried that Ethelfled was going to die, that Outhelm was going to kill her. I was also worried that maybe Outhelm was going to die and not kill her. Uh, so it was, yeah. it was a tense scene. And then all of a sudden, Edward with the, uh, the, the boss, you know, bow lower. Ooh, boy, that was sweet. So this was a real challenge for us then to decide which one it was. I, yes. I wasn't given any ground for the Uhtred versus Canute. You were dead set. You're dead set I... on the Edward saving Ethelfled. Both great scenes. Both great. I yeah yes. I think I lean toward that one over the Uhtred v Canute. Although I love the rawness of that fight. So there's only one way to solve this, Steve. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper. Scissors. Rock. Pa paper. Scissors. Shoot. Oh, come on. <laughs> Rock. Paper. Paper. Scissors. And then put it under the computer so I can't see. 
And we'll raise it up right at the same time. Oh, yes! Come on! Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Up. Oh, my God! <laughs> Six months later. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. We'll get this. We'll get it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes! No! Yes! <laughs> Do we keep going? Best two out of three? No, we don't keep going. Okay, fine. We just tried. We just did like 10 times. rounds. <laughs> so it's just in. <laughs> logical decision. Best battle moment is when Edward saves Ethelfled in that moment when Wessex comes in to save the day. There's our best battle moments. I mean, we could have a tie there if you want. We just want to have a tie. It's, it's, it's tough. It's up in the air, but you saw everyone. You saw the outcome, and you see why it makes sense. Our next category is the biggest twist of the season. What surprised us the most? And our first nominee is the fact that Whitgar killed Aelfrich, his father. Uh, in that moment when he was holding the crossbow, I think obviously that was a big, like, whoa for everyone. You know what I mean? That was it a was, big whoa. We definitely didn't see it coming. Second one is the Edward and Aylesworth reversal. What we mean by mm. that is the character reversal. We were really expecting Aylesworth to be the one who was the thorn in Uhtred's side this season. And yeah. Edward sort of trying to figure out his way and tr uh, be, sort of being manipulated by Aylesworth is what we thought. Really turned out to be pretty much a you know a 180 there with edward totally. being sort of incompetent and Aylesworth really trying to save wessex and even being pro utred by the end of the season yeah it was unexpected and and Aylesworth's character was actually very likable this season so it was kind of yes cool. very unexpected so another uh, big twist was when utred pulled the old switcheroo after he became seconds after he became the lord of mercia i don't want it i never have to she is my queen. The old Lord Switzeroo. Um, yep, you just kind of hot potatoed it over to Ethelflaed real quick. That was a big surprise as well. Yes, yes. The, our next nominee, Uhtred being announced yeah. as Lord. Um, that was really surprising to me. I was really on the edge of my seat. My eyes were like wide when I, I saw Edward's hypotheticals coming. You know, hypothetically, what would it be like yeah. if a guy who's, you know, 5'10", Got, you know, like a Dane-style haircut, you know? And yeah. I yeah. just got the shit kicked out of him, you know, moments earlier. <laughs> How would he be his lord? And it's, it was, I was just, I never even saw this being an option in the show. So it yeah. was really cool to have that. Never expected Uhtred Lord of Mercia. No, no. Whoa. That's just, if you'd told me that a year ago, I'd be like, are you out your goddamn mind? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Next is Sick Trigger just wanting peace. When we first meet him, he's like yelling like, we'll turn the fat ones into slaves or something like that. And like he comes in and kills everybody, all the, the Welsh and then taking Winchester. And then all of a sudden he didn't want to fight. Like he was holding Winchester for like 30 days and he just, Uhtred goes in and he just wanted peace at the end of the day. Next nominee is Erdwolf. Um, we, we really didn't know what to think of Edith and Erdwolf when they first came into the show. And, uh, you know, for a while you were kind of thinking maybe they're bad because they're scheming, maybe they're good. 
because it seems like they have good intentions is just clearing their family name. But then Erdwolf really turns out to be a, you know, ass licker sort of deceiver guy. (laughs) Totally. He, you know, he betrays the the Saxon kingdom. He kills Ethelred in his bed. And to me, that's like one of the big moments there. Yes. Without further ado, I think this one is a no brainer. But we'll see what it says. It is definitely Wittgar killing Elfrich. I think that, I don't know. To me, that's like, that's like the biggest, like, whoa moment for that me. That was the biggest. I did not see this coming. Um, you know, I, you know, I went into full detail on how I felt on the scene. I was honestly a little disappointed we didn't get more Elfric yes. in the show. But apparently this is how the book did it. They did have Elfric sort of anticlimactic. I don't want to say anticlimactically killed off. That's how I perceive it. But He wasn't so much as a one-on-one duel sort of finale bad guy. Yeah, Um, it. I don't. I don't consider anticlimactic because it was an incredible moment. You know what I mean? Because it did make for one of the most memorable moments of the season. Yes, and then it really sets up Whitgar being uh, another big bad guy for Utrecht, especially his next act. He Um, seems like a badass, to be honest. Yes, yes. I'm excited. I'm actually excited. I hope he's in season five. Our next category is best episode and best episode means first of all not doesn't necessarily mean it's the one we rated highest but it just means everything that goes into it you know has all you the things we want from the last kingdom things that make it unique uh character driven makes you feel from a filmmaking standpoint to let's say directing and stuff yeah first nominee is episode two this is the one where the guys end up uh, going to Bevenber, and then, like you said, at the very end, the twist where Witgar kills Elfric. Yes, absolutely. And our next nominee is probably one of the most emotional episodes of The Last Kingdom, at least definitely in season four, is uh, episode three. Bianca dies in the beginning, and then the rest of the episode is, is really Uhtred trying to find his, get his mind back to, to who he is. I mean, he was just broken and Finnan coming in just to pick him up and and young Uhtred coming in to pick him up boy this one was really it really brought the tears this episode absolutely our next nominee is episode four mm-hmm. I didn't know this was the episode that we were gonna get the battle from the trailer that looked nuts oh and I know it delivers it really gives you a crazy battle there's a lot of classic last kingdom things that goes on in it yeah, really I think sick. it feels like a finale it does. It does. Yeah, and probably the most upscale we've seen, too. Yes, yes. But even other than the battle in that episode, I would say there were a lot of other cool parts of it, too. That make it a good nominee. Absolutely. Everything before the battle, too. Magnus's yeah. performance when he finds out his kids are dead or when he thinks his kids are dead. It was really well done. Totally, totally. So our next nominee is episode six. Now, this was the episode where the whatever kind of sickness was going on and it also felt kind of Lord of the Rings-ish because Uhtred and the gang were kind of on the road. They were going through like paths through the woods to get off the main trail. And uh, it was really kind of a cool feel. And it was kind of a weird one to watch with all the coronavirus stuff, the COVID-19 stuff going on in the world today. You know, again, not trying to make light of it or anything like that, but it was, it was definitely like, whoa, it's kind of relatable. Final nominee is episode one. This one makes a list because it really brings you back to the characters. It feels like yeah. it's, it just hands the fans what they want to see. 
everything they want. They want to see the bros come back. Get a little fighting with Ailfrich in the beginning is cool. Yes, yes. Great bro, bro moment with Bianca, Hild, yeah. Wessex. It's a great episode sailing off into the sunset. So, without any further ado, our winner for best episode of season four is episode four. Was there yeah, really- I just, I don't think, I don't think there's any doubt about this one because it's like the best episode ever of The Last Kingdom. This was the one where I was on the edge of my seat the most, I think, yeah. out of any other episode of The Last Kingdom. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I really hope to see more of things like this in season five. Hope we get another one or two of an episode like this. Yeah, I don't think there's any competition with this one. I think next might be episode three for me, just with the emotion of it. Absolutely. But we both gave is... this one a 10 out of 10. I would have gave it an 11 out of 10 if they had a shield wall call in a three-tier yes. shield wall. I would. Yeah, gave I think they kind of made up for it with the trench thing. All the... Oh, and I, I also want to mention that too, back, back to our best battle moment. I think that could have been our best battle moment had we not seen it in the trailer first. Yes, yes. Do you think so? Because it's so cool when they fall into the trench. But we had seen it already, and we knew it was going to happen, so the wow factor of seeing it in the show wasn't as high for us. It was still still cool. But I would agree. I would agree. You definitely it's, – it's a hard balance, I think, for shows when they're trying to get people to watch. And I was still pumped when I saw it, but like you said, oh, yeah. I knew it was coming when I saw Utra just standing there um, yeah, you know, right in, right in the way of the horses. I knew, you know, that I and just I try to imagine. Try to imagine you didn't know because they don't really tell you what the, what's going to happen. They show them cutting down trees, but if you didn't know, you would have your mind would have been blown. And oh. I'm sure there's a lot of people. I'm sure some people listening to us right now didn't watch the trailer. Their mind was probably blown, and their mind was probably blown when you see Canute. I think it's just you just see Canute just fall. Yeah, is the first thing you see. And yeah, then he pans goes awesome off his shot. horse. It's weird. It makes me like if a season five of The Last Kingdom comes out, it almost makes me not want to watch the trailer just because of that. But I'm obviously going to watch the trailer. I'm obviously going to watch it. I just hope that they hide. If they have some more big moments, I hope they hide it from us. Yeah. I hope they hide it. I will say that got me very excited, though, for the season. Absolutely. So that could have been the best battle moment. Anyway, let's move on to best overall scene. Our first nominee for best overall scene is after Bayaka died, Uhtred is bearing the cross. And there's kind of flashbacks back and forth with that. He is broken. And Finnan comes up to him, giving him his pep talk, and just gives him the biggest bro hug there's ever been. I mean, come on. The biggest bro hug. Yeah. And uh, that just it's just a moment that, again, brought tears to your eyes. They killed that. Oh, yeah. They Absolutely. killed that. Absolutely. Next nominee for best scene was the episode four battle scene. Even though we yeah. weren't really surprised, there was still a lot of surprising beats in it. Siapa's death. Ethelfled being in danger, possibly needing to be yeah. killed off. Edward, the well showed up. It was yes. it was a crazy scene. Everybody was there. The Mercia was there, you know? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, as a scene, it's counting uh, from like the beginning of that battle all the way to the fight with Canute. Yeah. Uh, our next nominee is just that scene after Edward Sig Trigger's like, you need to choose between your sons. And he goes back and just starts screaming and it's like silent. You can bear like there's a small muffled sound you hear uh, on the TV and 
Um, this is a really incredible scene to show the emotion and the pressure and, and the inner turmoil of Edward. And next nominee is Edward. When he has all the voices coming at him, he, he just found out some news that Canute really didn't leave and that now he's taking some land. And uh, now everyone is pulled him aside and they're all telling him what to do. And you can just see the conflict in him. You can see the frustration that, you know, he's still trying to figure out how to do this king thing. And he's just tired of everyone else constantly yeah. telling him what to do. It's a great scene. Yeah, really great scene. And our final nominee is when basically the whole Bebember scene when young Utrecht had snuck in and then the boys go do like a SEAL Team 6 operative mission to get in which we always love it when they do that they do that from time to time in the last kingdom which yes. the boys just the whole scene with Elfrich in the court courtyard there with everybody around joseph milson kills it once again and then utrud sneaking in the arrow shots like we talked about bayaka taking one for the team utrud losing it and then to cap it all off the row 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 leaving bebenberg bringing them all the way back to the lowest point in Uhtred's life prior to this, I would say, is when he was a slave, when he had to row. Him and Finnan, too, was there rowing. The Aka just died. He's once again lost his home. So that is our final nominee. And the winner is the Battle of Teton Hall. I mean, come on. That scene is just epic on so many levels. It's, it's got it all. I mean, it's, it was, like you said. No, nah, it doesn't have a shield wall. doesn't have a shield wall, though. <laughs> Doesn't have a shield wall, but it's, it's it was so good. I think other than the shield wall and the fact that they give away some scenes from the trailer, I mean, yeah. this was it was it was perfect. It was just cool to see everyone in action. And I think um, Sarah O'Gorman, who directed that episode, first female director on The Last Kingdom, by the way, just she did episodes three and four, and she just, I mean, wow. <laughs> definitely my two favorite episodes from the season she killed it awesome i hope to see more of her in the future most improved so oh, this category you know you might know this from other sports things but you know from the last kingdom there's a lot of characters this season who are introduced and grow throughout and there's some other characters that we know that have changed from the beginning yes our yes. first nominee for most improved of season four is young utrecht Hmm. We're first introduced him as pretty pious little kid, pretty yeah. sort of narrow-minded. Uh, not necessarily that he has a bad mindset, but it's no. pretty limited in his perspective. And it really opens up. He also becomes sort of a warrior near the end. Uh, Uhtred Sung. So our next nominee, and this was also a very popular submission from a lot of the fans, uh, is Ailsworth. And you've got to consider Ailsworth for this because... You don't even like her ever before the season. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's coming in and doing all these awesome things, uh, being a really key role in the things that happen in the season. Mm -hmm. Our next nominee might be a little controversial, but is Ethelred. He, mm, he, yes. he really comes in this season. I mean, it takes him about to die before he uh, has, really has any reconciliation but it, it really is satisfying the scene between him and his wife, Ethelfled, yeah. um, you know, who you never thought you would be happy with them interacting again unless he was on the tip of Ethelfled's sword. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final nominee is Knut. 
And it's just because Canute might have been this badass in season three, but we just didn't see it that much. Mm -hmm. He did have one cool battle scene in season 10 of season, in episode 10 of season three. But to see him go off here in, in season four was pretty cool. And, and now he is like the, the one leader of the whole Dane, Dane army. And uh, he had a pretty great outing uh, in his time in season four. So the winner for most improved character of season four is Ethelred. Wow. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. This one was pretty split amongst the input too that we got. Yes, yes. And we debated it amongst ourselves quite a bit between yeah. Ellsworth and Ethelred. Yeah, obvious choice that I think everyone's mind goes to is Ellsworth because she goes from, as a character, like you said, someone you pretty much despise anytime she's yeah. on to being a character that at the end, you're hoping she's not dead. But we had to give this to Ethelred because he's been a real Canute ever since we've met him. Uh, to Uhtred, to his wife, yeah. Ethelfled. He's been abusive. Even to Edith, he's been abusive. He's, but in the end, when he's about to die, you know, he asks for forgiveness from Ethelfled with a little prodding. And then uh, when Erdwolf comes in, he's trying to get Ethelred to break his word to his wife, Ethelfled. Ethelred doesn't want to break his word. He made a promise. And even though he's not cognitively there 100%, he keeps to his word. He yeah. says no, and he really loses his life because of that. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible that you we weren't happy when he died. But didn't see Ethelred coming a million like a hundred miles away. I didn't see that coming. Did not see that coming. Favorite new character. Best new character is next. Our first nominee is Steora. Now Steora is a great introduction to this season. She's awesome. Yeah, she's a mix of Gisela and Uhtred. She just seems like the total package. Um, and she also kind of becomes a bro too, which is which is pretty cool. Absolutely. Next nominee, another new character from uh, we saw this season was Edith. My name is Edith. Yeah. Uh, really, you know, questioning her intentions at the beginning of the season, you know, where she was, but then she's a really great woman, uh, you know, with, with good intentions. And, you know, I really hope to see where she goes in season five. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, Sigtrigger. And he is awesome in every way. We got an awesome Dane again. He's just smart, but he's also new. He's different, but he still has that playful nature some of the other Danes had. Uh, and he's just a very likable character to me. Next favorite new character nominee is Young Uhtred. Why do you drag me to something for which I'm not made? Because I see the man that you will be, not the boy that you are. Uhtred's totally. son uh, really starts to earn his way in with his talk with his dad, especially in episode three. Constant loyalty, even though he's sometimes doubts his dad which we learn in season three you just don't doubt Uhtred you know Never. you just don't but Never. young Uhtred's new to the game you know he's he's only seen two seasons so you know <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him a break totally and then our final nominee is Ethelstan because this kid is awesome we know he's going to be the future king of England he even when he talks he doesn't have a lot of lines but he's smart he's already acting like a king mm -hmm. okay so Ethelston is definitely a nominee for best new character. And so the winner of best new character is Sig Trigger. Now, of course, of course, this was, I mean, especially even with the fan submissions that we got for this, this was almost undisputed. He steals the scene, whatever scene he's in, 
like you said, he still has that old, uh, or not old, but he still has that classic, ferocious, lethal humor side of Dane. But he's also, you know, he's he's kind of woke. You know, he's kind of woke. He's woke. He, he wants a Viking uh, millennial. Yeah, he's a Viking millennial. So. He wants the best for his people. I think yeah. he steals it. You know, steals the show. I do. Yeah. On. So next category is best death. We've, as always in the last kingdom, we have people biting the dust. Um, and this season is no exception to that. Our first nominee for best death in season four is Bianca. Bianca yeah. sacrificing himself for young Uhtred, really, you know, prolonging, you know, not only doing that for young Uhtred, but also doing it for Uhtred, who is sort of like a son to him. Yes. Next nominee is Erdwolf, just because his death involves Sick Trigger's speech. And then there's the perfect execution of a textbook, execution of an execution. It's just textbook. It's textbook. I mean, right into that subclavian uh, artery right there. Yes. It was just, uh, oh my God. Next nominee is Diapa for mm. the watermelon head. Oh, man. <laughs> I, this, is, this, is, this makes it uh, not only because, you know, we want to honor Stiapa for being in the show, uh, uh, yeah. but also it's probably the most brutal, if not cartoonish death that we've seen on the show. Yeah. It earns the nominee just for being the most sort of different and creative that we've seen. Yeah. And also just to give pay homage to a great character too. Absolutely. Next is Ethelred's death it was a very interesting death. It was a very intense scene, I think. And with a tourniquet with the head, you know, with that little wooden stick he had there. He Ooh, gets man. twisted to death. He gets twisted to death. So that was a, that was a crazy death. Next one is Elfrich. Uh, Elfrich, his death, although I didn't really want it at that point, it's still pretty crazy as far as setting up his son, Witgar. Um, yeah. It's, it's surprising did not see it coming in a million years and you know it's just it's so crazy seeing it's it. an arrow to the eye too our next nominee is any shot aldhelm had of getting ethel fled <laughs> was brutally killed this season when utrid came to the door <laughs> just naked in his birthday suit just birthday suit brandishing both of his swords right in front of Outhelm. Yes. After doing the uh -huh. horizontal tango oh, uh, with man. the woman he loves. Uh, and then later, Ethelfled just swearing to chastity. I mean, <laughs> Aldhelm's shot is dead. Destroyed. Probably the most dead. Probably after Stiapa's death, this is probably the most vicious kill that we've seen on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Aldhelm's shot with Ethelflaed is over. So, sorry, Aldhelm. Anyway, the winner is other than that one. The winner for best death in season four is Bianca. Yes. Okay. Because you know what? He sacrificed himself. He sacrificed himself. For young Uhtred. This is really the epitome of the relationship between Uhtred and Bianca. Bianca has always been there for Uhtred no matter what even though yeah. Bianca is very pious and Uhtred is very pagan he loves Uhtred like a son I mean he stuck up for him for in front of Alfred in front of yeah. Aylesworth in front of anyone he's gone into battle he threw him a spear across a shield wall gap he's been yeah. bro of the year I mean 
it's, these headbutt dudes. All right, come on. Uh, we, we could go on for days. Legend. Legend. That's, that's very deserving. And also reading the submissions from the fans, I think everybody pretty much agrees with. And now here, a, a fan favorite category is next. <laughs> Biggest piece of weasel shit. <laughs> this was actually a hard one to choose. So let's read the nominees first. Our first nominee is Aired Wolf. Now, come on. Erdwolf is like the definition of weasel shit here. He betrays his country. He kills a poor innocent messenger. He, he threatens his sister. He threatens his... Oh, he gets up in his sister's face. That was when... He's just really pathetic. He tries to kill Steora. He is definitely a big nominee. Oh, yeah. Our next nominee for biggest piece of weasel shit is Rodri. And if you don't know who Rodri is, he is King Howell of Wales, of Waylas. His brother, the one who like kept Brita as a slave... This guy, man, he like kept yes. he like peed on her, and he was just always wearing his Ovechkin uniform. You know, <laughs> uh, if I could just punch through this TV screen, man, or this computer screen, man, I'll tell you what, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of. <laughs> Our yeah. next nominee is Ethelhelm. He's a big weasel shit. He's the real one, sort <laughs> of undermining Edward this season. He really took the role mm-hmm. that we thought. Ellsworth was going to fill. He was really the one undermining everything. You know, he tortures Uhtred. He he calls oh, yeah. away kids from running to their grandma. He's, he's a real weasel shit, for sure. He yeah, poisons he, Ellsworth. He sends, yeah, he sent her to her room and then poisoned her. And, and he's just kind of, the way he holds himself and stuff, it's just, ugh. Don't yeah. like the dude. So there are the nominees. The winner, and it was very tough choice, and I think it really came down between Airwolf and Ethelhelm. But the winner is going to be Airwolf for this season. And I think a big reason why is Airwolf is not going to have another chance to become a piece of weasel shit of the year next season. (laughs) (laughs) Ethelhelm still has that chance. So I think it's only fair to give it to Airwolf this year. But yeah, I think Airwolf was also from the fan submissions. I think they agree with that as well. Our next category is best female warrior. Now, we would have a, a warrior category for both sexes, but we just know that Uhtred would take best warrior category for male anyways. So we yes. are just going to go for best female warrior here. So our first nominee then for best female warrior for season four is Ethelflaed. You know, this is really the first time we get to see her be really a warrior. We've seen her fight, defend herself in the past against Heston. You know, we've seen her training with Siapa, but I think this is the first time we've really seen her in a major battle, just going all out, getting some really good beats. Next nominee is Brita. Oh my God. Now, Brita's also a great leader, and I think uh, one thing she does that I really liked is that she stops a lot of the men from going in the trench. She, she can, like, smell that something's up. Where where Brita's inner um, Admiral Akbar comes out. It's a trap, <laughs> and she like she makes him go around it. So I thought I like that moment, but also she just she just kills like everybody she sees. Like dang, and she's pregnant doing all this stuff. So. She's pregnant most of the time, yeah. well, and she has a big baby bump most of the time too. So the winner for best female warrior of season four is Brita. Oh, okay, yes. So Brita. It was I a mean, toss-up for us between Ethel Fled yeah. and Brita. It really came down to, you know, you know, if we had to pick who would win in a one-on-one. If you made the square, go, who, Brita. Yes. She's more vicious. She's more likely to make it out of that square. I think so. So anyway, next category is Best Dane. Ooh, yes. Best Dane. So our first nominee 
for best Dane this season is Heston. Uh, Heston really makes this one. You know, we don't really get to see him fight too much this season. We have in the past, though. But he is the best shit talker this side of Offa's dyke, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Which which what we learned is what separates Wales from Mercia. So, I mean, without a doubt, you know, he he takes the game. Definitely, definitely. Our next nominee is Brita. Brita had a pretty great outing. She is like Dane through and through, even though we know she's a Saxon. But uh, she is pretty much Dane through and through. So, especially after she comes out of slavery, she just wants to kill every Saxon she sees. Our next nominee is Citric. A lot of people might forget that Citric is a Dane because he's with the Uhtred group. He's one of the bros, but he actually was first a Dane, and he's still he's still a Dane. Um, you know, Dane if you stick true. with Uhtred, you pretty much keep your heritage. So this guy's yep. still a Dane, always loyal, definitely yes. Dane. And our next nominee is Sigtrigger, who is the newcomer from uh, from Ireland. And he has a lot of new ideas, and he's very different compared to the people that have come before him. So our final nominee for best Dane is Canute. Mm. I mean, he really takes off this season. He amasses a giant army. He's, you know, he's definitely a big threat to the kingdom of England or the future kingdom of England. Um, just conquering. He's bloodthirsty. Yeah. He's raw. It's great. Great to see him. Totally. And the winner of best Dane, Dane of the season is Stick Trigger. I think this one is another one that was like unanimous. Yes. I won't say unanimous. Some people voted like Citric and stuff. For us, I think it was a no-brainer. And for most most people wrote in uh, Sick Trigger for this one too. Great personality, different personality. Uh, brings He steals the, sh- the scene anytime he's on. Great character. Yo, totally, totally. So our next category is Best Saxon. Um, Saxon of the year. Saxon of the year. These are the people who are in the Wessex, Northumbria. Anyone who's not a Dane, you know, that's yeah. who they are. The the British sounding people. Our first nominee is Bianca. Mm. Brave guy, uh, through and through to the end. He sacrifices himself. He's always there for Utrecht. Yeah. I mean, what what else can we say? He's an amazing guy. Yeah. Yeah, our next nominee is Lady Ellsworth for ensuring Alfred's dream could live on and for saving Mercia. Yes. Next nominee is Osforth. He never loses his faith. He sticks with Uhtred during all these trying times. He always believes Uhtred's going to come out on top. Next is Ethelfled uh, for being the leader that her people really needed uh, in, in that dire time. Next nominee for Best Saxon is Ethelstan. For his kingly nature at such a young age, uh, you know, he's already shown the the qualities that we hope to see in leaders. Uh, yes. And he's just a kid. Yes. And then Uhtred for getting baptized again. <laughs> so our winner for best Saxon of season four is Aleswith for ensuring yeah. the dream. Uh, you know, she really picks it up here when Edward's dragging his feet on you need your father's dream. You know, you yeah. need to be friends with your sister. Definitely fan favorite this season. And definitely for oh, us, she killed too. it. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I think she definitely deserves best Saxon because she is a huge reason of why there's going to be an England in the future and yes. why it's not getting taken over by Danes. So, And she I mean, definitely exemplifies all the qualities of a stereotypical Saxon. She's got the piety, got the hate for Uhtred. 
it's you know everything's there <laughs> yes all right now getting into best bro moment so this doesn't necessarily have to be a male as yeah. you know uh we, we we've mentioned that this person's kind of a bro even though they're not male uh <laughs> but it's it really did the idea came for us because we always see you know the tight-knit group that utrid has around him and how yeah. you know the characters are you know will do nice things and it's it's i always like that in shows when people aren't yeah. just constantly doing things out of spite is when they're actually doing something nice um, yeah you know it's i like when shows recognize that you don't always need negative drama between people in a group to have good character moments so totally so our first nominee for this one is that moment when finnan comforts utrid with that huge bro hug after bayaka died yes. great moment yes yes our next nominee best bro moment Bianca's sacrifice to save young Utred. It's a bro moment for his surrogate son Utred as well as his Utred son Utred. I mean, it's so it's his a, surrogate grandson. Surrogate grandson. It's a double yes. bro moment. Yeah. And then Bianca again for the next nominee. The first time he says goodbye to Utred, and Utred says father. Now it's father Bianca, but he says father in a way that's supposed to, we think it's supposed to make you think that Utred's recognizing Bianca in that moment as his father figure in his life and the way Bayaka like looks up at him when he says that is it, it kind of gets you a little bit there. Our next nominee is the bro moment between Utred's son, young Utred and Utred. Mm. And this is when young Utred in episode three really gives his father the talk he needs, the motivational yeah. speak. Uh, you know, we've, everyone's trying to cheer Utred up this episode, try and get him back on the path. Uh, but yeah. it's really young Utred who seals the deal. And it's a great moment between the two characters. It's it's so perfect. It's what Uhtred needed at that moment. Absolutely. And then kind of any pick any scene when the bros are, are in the bar, you know, and Steora joins them too, and she has her first drink. This is kind of the one we're thinking about. And um, Finnan is talking about being an advisor to the Lord <laughs> and why they should get drinks and stuff. And it was just a great, fun bro time. Absolutely. Our final bro moment is when Uhtred, tells Edith to save Citric first, uh, yeah. prioritizing, you know, who needs to be cut down. Because if you yeah. think about it, even though Citric is about to die, he's the worst one that you could cut free first because then to fight off the Danes, you have a guy who is, you know, very cognitively not there. Uh, <laughs> it worked out, though. It worked out. It I worked mean, out. He, he worked out. He, pulled, he definitely came through. But, I mean, if you think about it logically, he wouldn't be but the one also to also just him. the fact that Uchard had got... Not just Citric, but everybody else before him. Yes, yes, yes. You know? He went in order of people with the most sort of claudication going on, the most blood to their head. Edith's instinct might be, oh, I better get Uhtred down first because he's the most important. You know what I mean? Or like he's the one who could fight off the Danes. Yeah, so Uhtred making that, taking that initiative and putting the others before himself was pretty awesome. Absolutely. So without further ado, our winner of best bro moment of the season is the Finnin bro hug. I mean, it is so good. So raw. I mean, this might be one of my favorite bro moments yeah. ever from the show. Honestly, this is one too. The, the fan input is just bam. Everyone's thinking of this moment. You know what I mean? Yes. 
yeah i mean so. it's, it's a really obvious one but it's very well done i mean it's yeah, so yeah, yeah. well done it's well acted by both actors it's so good How, what else can i say <laughs> no, nothing nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> so our next category is bro of the year now this is big this is big this yep. is the you know the the cream of the crop here we love the bros in the show you know as we've said since you know we first did our first recap of season one the our best bro moments are some of our favorite moments yeah. and we always give the the best bro of the year after that year uh Bianca has had season two even though we don't have season three out yet i'm gonna give you a little hint finnan might be in the running for that <laughs> but this one, uh, we have a lot of great contenders, a lot of great moments from a lot of different people. Our yeah. first one is Pure League. Pure League, who mm. has to step up after Bianca dies as advisor. He's doing hill sprints this whole freaking season. I know. And he's losing weight. I mean, looking good. He sticks by Uhtred. You know, he goes through the politics, even though he hates it. He's, he's a real stand-up guy. Totally, totally. Next bro nominee is Bayaka again for taking some of the so having some awesome bro moments that we had picked he he has some awesome pep talks with young Utrid, awesome talks with Utrid, and then that incredible moment of sacrificing his life absolutely you know so yeah and a past winner as we said you know definitely a, a big yeah. bro to watch this year Totally. Someone Are, who might be toward the end of their career, you know, but had a great, <laughs> great, last great season. final season. Yes. <laughs> Our next nominee for Bro of the Year is Utrecht. We normally try not to give to Utrecht uh, because he's, he's definitely one of the king of the bros. He's always the one that has the bros around him. Yeah. Um, and, but he has come through at a lot of great moments. I mean, he was there for Edward in the final episode, sacrificing himself. He was, yep. that he was, um, he was there for Citric when Citric was hanging upside down. He's, you know, yep. he was there for Mercia when they needed someone who could, you know, read a little bit better to be, to be Lord, you know? So, I mean, he's, he's yep. definitely in the running. Totally. And our next nominee is, believe it or not, Finnan makes, <laughs> I mean, Finnan, who you said may or may not have won our season three bro of the year. He is definitely a nominee for that in season three, but comes through in season four was just some of the most raw bro moments, given that bro hug that won best bro moment. So yes. Finnan is, is definitely got to be a nominee for this. And our final nominee for bro of the year is Stiobra, a yes. new character. And, but she's definitely one of the bros. I mean, she's funny smart uh she she likes to drink you know with the bros <laughs> when they all think they're advisors to the lord she's great great they character. really took her in so yes so stereo is a great nominee yes. and then the winner yeah. for bro of the year of season four and Whoa. winner of this year's bro of the year arsling award oh, the season is Finnin. oh yeah this was obvious come on I mean, man, it was, it was, he had so many great bro moments. I mean, since he's been freed with Uhtred from slavery, he's really start to, you know, really steal some scenes, really bring in some humor. He had the best bro moment of the season with that bro hug. 
So, I mean, he had other great we? ones too. Absolutely. He, he doesn't stop there. He doesn't stop there. Pep talk to young Utrid, um, all the scenes in the bar, totally deserving. Also, this one was pretty much unanimous from the fan sub submission. So totally. Mm-hmm. We have one more category and this is our most valuable character of the season. Okay. So let's go ahead and read the nominees. So our first nominee is our new character, Sig Trigger. I mean, he played a huge role since he came to the show late in the season, really stirring things up. And he's also a big reason why they decided to have peace at the end is because that's what he wanted. And he made the deal with Uhtred. So very, very valuable character. Yes. Yes. Our next one is Finnin. Most valuable, not only because he's a warrior to Uhtred and helps with the battles, but he's also there for moral support for Utrecht. Oh my God. Picks Utrecht? up everyone when they're down. Exactly. Everyone would have been on their asses, given up if it wasn't for Finnan coming in with some bro moments to bring it up. You know, great humor too. I mean, and he also the- said that prayer yes. for the battle. Yes. Also the only one who like has any logic during a quarantine, you know, I know. they needed him. Yes. So we need another him. huge reason why he was valuable. Absolutely. Next nominee is Uhtred. I mean, he's the main character of the show, so going to probably be important to the plot (laughs) (laughs) and to the things that happen. So Uhtred is our next nominee. Yeah. Our next nominee is Aylesworth. Aylesworth comes in, as you said, she not only uh, really helps to get Edward in line, but she's also the one who gives the idea of Tetan Hall to Mm -hmm. uh, Ethelfled as to where they have to fight, which with that big ravine helps them uh, beat the Danes when they are initially outmatched. And um, she orders uh, Purely to go get the Welsh. She orders to help to fight, the which they probably wouldn't have won without the Welsh. Exactly. She gets and Ethelstan out. Uh, saves him. Starts to nurture him, uh, who's going to be the future king of England. Yes. Unite everyone. And again, she told Edith to go get the firewood so that she <laughs> wouldn't be there when they got captured by. <laughs> By Heston's crew. Yes. Great outing. Great outing from her this season. Oh, my God. And then we also, uh, a nominee, he deserves some credit because of all the hills he ran, is Pure League. Pure League was instrumental in going to tell Edward that Winchester had been taken and also running to Wales to get the Welsh. Uh, so, so Father Pure League is also, and he baptized Uhtred again, and he blew on him, which, is you know, is so important. So the winner of Most Valuable Character... Oh, my God. This is unprecedented. Unprecedented. So, of course, Uhtred is going to be the most valuable character on the show. He's going to be at every season pretty much, you know? Mm -hmm. But this year we have a tie, the first ever tie we've had in the Screen Chronicle Arsling Awards ever. Ever. This is the – it's unprecedented. It's unprecedented. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who ties Uhtred as most valuable and to tie the main character of the show is crazy mm-hmm. it is Lady Ellsworth coming in with that most valuable character award as well you have Uhtred for going in and Edward saving Ed, Edward for making that decision for leading the people and coming up with the idea of the trench at Teton Hall there's a lot of reasons you can pick Uhtred. Uhtred kind of giving the power, Mercia, to Ethelfled, playing just an instrumental role. But, of course, it's going to happen to him. 
But Ellsworth, they would be screwed without Ellsworth this season. She like all the reasons we just listed. Gets the Welsh, tells about Tettenhall, stay, saves Ethelston. She was just invaluable this season. It was just she was incredible. Absolutely. It's I mean it's unprecedented, but it's unprecedented. Well it's unprecedented. A tie for most valuable character. This has never happened before. This has never happened before, folks. I, I can't. I don't know what the academy was thinking, but I think they got it right this year. I think, I think they got it right. I think the Screen Chronicles, you know, Arsling Award Academy really got it this year. They they got it right. <laughs> I think <laughs> there's a team of individuals that are that are <laughs> just constantly sitting in a room thinking of these things. Mm-hmm. So thank you to the academy for letting us host this year the Arsling Awards. Thank you, thank from you. From Screen Chronicles, and uh, thank you, yes. uh, you know Beyonce for your musical guest performance. Yes, uh, you know yes. I hope you make the final cut of the episode. If you don't, if that's there's okay. time, yeah, <laughs> there might not be. We might have to cut the Beyonce performance out that was supposed to be in the middle of this, is just in case. But she did great. Time, but she did great. If if it's not in it, I mean, no, um, I know. Just could you believe, you know, Alexander Draymond's his dance with her. You know that like, I know that dance that he battle came on stage. That yeah. was crazy. I didn't know he could dance like that. Oh, I know. God. Well, they—they'll <laughs> never let us film that again. That's for sure. I know. Probably not. Probably not. And I sure hope that footage doesn't get deleted. So we, you know, after we d- we download this. So yeah, that'd be a shame. That would be a real shame. But I hope you all get to see it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us here. Um, this yes. this is our first, you know, awards show. Uh, you know, we really wanted to do this to, uh, you know, highlight some of the spoiler talk we had and really, you know, so showcase some characters, you know, that yes. you might not have thought before. And and just keep the discussion going. We love talking about The Last Kingdom. And we know a lot of you do too. So please join us in the comments for some talk. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but we... We're pretty much reading everything. <laughs> we were taking the time to, uh, you know, go through everything, and we try to get back to everyone. Lately, it's been getting harder because we've been getting a lot of messages and stuff. But we, we do our best, and I think we've been doing okay with it, getting back to people. So keep the conversation going. We love to read what you guys think. Definitely, definitely comment on our YouTube video, our podcast. We'll get back to you on those as well. We love to hear what you say. Think. Uh, let us know yeah. in the comments who you thought for each category. Why were we yeah. wrong? Why, why were we wrong? right? Fight no. us. Fight we us. We want it. Make yes. the square. Let's, we'll make the square. We'll make the Come square. Come on, let's have, some, let's have some discussion. You know, but keep it nice. Keep it friendly down there. You know, you know keep totally. it friendly. Um, but yeah, but thank you again for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us. Ring that bell on YouTube so you always know when our videos are coming out. Keep us on the automatic downloads on podcasts. Uh, you know, we are this Screen Chronicles. You can find us YouTube podcast. Absolutely, but for for now, it's been fun talking season four with everybody. Destiny, destiny is all is all. <laughs>